Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Real Film Nerds episode number 269. Is that correct, Mike? Is it 69? I think it is 69, but it's not Bill and Ted's, <sighs> which is disappointing. I know. We should have done another Bill and Ted's, but we've reviewed all the Bill and Ted's. Oh, no, I don't think we've done Bill and Ted's uh, Bogus Journey yet. No, I don't think we did Bogus Journey. We did Face the Music and just Excellent Adventure. Well, we should go back and do it. So we should stop this pod and go watch that movie and then come back and re-record it. You got enough time for that, Mike? You got a spare three hours? Always. Perfect, Mike. Perfect. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and hang up. No, we have to talk about a brand new movie that Mike has already pointed out is basically the story of my life. It's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which is true, Mike. I mean, when I'm this amazing, it's very heavy. Yeah, Matt, I, I'd like to point out in your former career, like you had to leave it because you just couldn't handle it. It was just too much talent, you know? Like you, you're just like when you when you wake up and piss excellence every morning, like you said, like it's just hard, you know? It, it Believe me, it is. But when – Okay, I'm going to stop because I was going to make a joke about it being hard and trying to take a pee. But we're just going to stop right there, Mike, because then it just goes all over the place. And, you know, like a 40-year-old virgin, you like pee right in your face. It's just terrible. It's hell. Anyways. All right. So, Mike, Nicolas Cage did a movie that's the most Nicolas Cage movie ever made, or people say. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was fun. So why not we do this, Mike? Um, We know Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage. So uh, why don't you tell us the breakdown for everything else in the film? Okay, Matt. So like you said, uh, Nick play Cage uh, plays Nicholas Cage and Nikki. Uh, this was directed and written by uh, Tommy uh, Gamorkin and written by Kevin Enton. This movie is starring uh, Nicholas Cage, Pedro Pascal, Tiffany Haddish, Sharon Horgan, uh, Neil Patrick Harris and Lily Sheen. And in this action-packed comedy, Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage, channeling his iconic characters as he's caught between a superfan and a CIA agent. Okay, Mike. What'd you think? Uh, I liked it quite a bit. My only complaint about the movie really is I wish it was real. Like really about his life like it was about his life but not about his real life it's weird so he's more of a caricature of Nicolas Cage than the real Nicolas Cage well I think he was himself I think just some of the storyline like with the family stuff was made up well I that definitely was because uh number one I don't think Nicolas Cage has any daughters number two he's been married I think five or six times that is all true. I, I think it's four times. I, I looked into it, and then I was confused. And then I found out that he was playing a fictitious version of himself. But it's all of his iconic roles, so it was real. I don't know. There's there's lots of people saying it was very meta. I don't know what that means. I don't know, dude. You're the one that's on Facebook all the time, not me. Well, that's true. That's true. But... I don't know uh, about that. But other than that, I mean, the movie was fun. I had a great time. You know what I'm disappointed about? Is that MPH did not play NPH. He played 
Richard Fink, his agent. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess there's some of that stuff. I mean, mo- everyone was an actor in the movie. I wish some of the stuff was more real, I guess, but that's fine. I mean, it was it was still fun and interesting, and I feel like he was often reflecting on his life in it. But you know, it was just interesting. You know, like Hollywood stuff. Like ah, oh, like. I mean, some of the stuff was in the trailers, like the the boat scene, like when he's first arriving at the birthday party. Yeah, it was fantastic. Or whatever. The, yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike, I'll put it this way. I think it was okay. Uh, I had fun. I enjoyed it. I think Pedro Pascal was amazing. He was so much fun in this movie. He was very, very good. Uh, ridiculous. He mirrored Nick Cage very, very well. I love that there was a second person that Nicolas Cage, Cage's talk talks with i wonder if it's real uh, that he does have a split personality called nikki that he talks to which would be absolutely amazing but i'm sure it was just for fun uh i like that i thought that was really funny but to be honest i wish it was funnier i wish there was more humor in it i don't think they quite hit it out of the park on the humor scale okay all right i i i wasn't sure what to expect i mean i i kind of was but it w- it was funny, and and there was so many references to Nick Cage's movies throughout his career, and a lot of the big ones, uh, but also some of the smaller ones. So that was cool. I'm disappointed there was no reference to Pig in here. I mean, how do you not reference Pig? Well, are you sure, Matt? Did were you able to scan the like the room completely that that has all of his stuff? You know, like uh, the. Uh, I, I guess it's like a room right behind like where you're filming. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe there is a truffle pig in there somewhere or maybe a truffle or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm not sure. But the golden guns from Face Off, that was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. All the Con Air the- references. You know, there wasn't a reference to Ghost Rider either. No, no, I don't. I don't know if that's one they wanted to reference. They probably would have to pay extra for that. Yeah, now that's Marvel, right? Yeah, but it's not but MCU. Not, not MCU, right? right? Just it's Marvel though. It is. But not MCU, yeah. Yeah. So uh Is that your tie in? I don't know, man. Nick Cage. No, no. <laughs> no, that's not my tie in. Okay, good. Um but yeah, I I don't know. Like I didn't know what to expect from this movie, and I I thought it was it was pretty fun. I thought it was fun. I just wish it was like actually more about his life. Like I feel like the part where he's a star and he's doing stuff and like all that, like and where he's at in his career, all that was kind of real. But like then it, they just made up kind of a very you know Hollywood story, and it it was fine. You know, with the CIA agent, drug dealer and stuff. and Yeah. Well, it was weird because it was a story within a story within a story because they ended up turning the story into a movie of the story starring Nick Cage. Yes. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It was a story within a story. Yes. Yes. And I just spoiled it confusing. so much. But at- <laughs> yeah, you did. Oh, well, it- it's crazy. It's crazy, Mike. All right, well, I guess with that already done, I'll I'll just get to it, Matt. Uh, what are you drinking right now? Uh, 
Well, Mike, thank you for asking. It's been a wonderful, busy day. So I'm drinking a pre-mixed in a can Crown and Coke, which is interesting. Pre-mixed, huh? So it's like mostly Coke with a little bit of Crown? Yeah. It, it's it's like a cheap cola with a splash of Crown flavoring. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you know, it's just a, another IPA day out here, and uh, I'm... I'm drinking a, a Lagunitas IPA, just just a normal one. So, Mike, do you think IPA technically stands for crack cocaine? No, no, not at all. Why? Because everyone I know that drinks IPAs only drinks IPAs and they don't drink anything else. So there must be something in it that's extremely addictive. Uh, I don't know about that. I drink all kinds of other stuff, man. It's just I don't usually, I mean, depending on seasons and stuff. You know, it's easy to get IPA all the time, I guess. And the way that the market has gone with craft beer, there's like seltzers and there's IPAs. And if you want something else, it's like it's seasonal and that's it. Like they've they've really gone away from some of the more experimental craft beers. Okay. All right. Well, I know you do like your pumpkin beer season, but I mean, I don't know, dude. I like my kilt lifter and no one makes a Scotch style ale like a kilt lifter. Well, that's true, man. Uh, and their Scottish style, Scot- uh, Scottish style ales, uh, there's only a few on the market that I can think of just like real quick. So like it's not a, a real popular uh, uh, brew, but I mean, it's great. It is. It's very, very good. But I like my ambers and my, well, we've talked about it many times, which we'll is we'll just move along. I like my dark beers, so we'll just leave it at that. And every now and then I like my whiskey and Cokes, but uh or just whiskey in general, or margaritas. I had margaritas last night. That was good. Oh, yeah, man. It's, uh, you know, Cinco de Mayo's coming up. Woo. It is. It is. It's, uh, what, the day after you hear this, I think. Let me look at my calendar. I think. Yes, it is yes, the it day, is the after, day you after you hear this podcast. And may the 4th be with you, everybody. The made-up Star Wars Day, which I have rants about this. Uh, the real National Star Wars Day is May 25th. It is not May 4th, but everybody likes to make it May 4th because it sounds cool. I don't give a shit. It's May 25th. That was the day the world was graced by the original Star Wars in 1977. Anyways, all right, Mike. So let's go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to get off what my about tirade. Revenge of the Sixth? Yeah. Well, it was Revenge of the Fifth, I think, is what they use. Because so, like the Sith. But anyways, whatever. I thought it was the sixth, like the sixth, so it's like the Sith, Revenge of the Sixth. It's close enough. I don't know. People's done fifth, people's done sixth, whatever. I don't care. May 25th, that's the day we need to care about. Okay. So, all right, Mike. Well, let me ask you the most important question of the podcast for you. Go ahead. Tell me what your horrible dad joke is for today. I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. Okay, Matt. Are you ready? Do I have to be? Yes. Uh, what do you call an apple that plays the trumpet? Um, leader of the band? Tutti Frutti. God. <laughs> and that's a really bad one. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bad, dude. <laughs> Tutti Frutti. Oh, Lord. All right. For those of you who hate this segment... Go ahead and email Mike at realfilmnerds.com and send them your better dad jokes. 
Yeah, that's true. Because there's no, there's, there's got to be better ones than what I got. Hey, you know that book cost me a whole eleven dollars. So you love it and you read it. <laughs> I do. I love it. Actually, I don't know what it cost. It was money. So okay, Mike. Now the literally most important question of the podcast that you don't get to answer next week: How does the incredible, amazing, stupendous film, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right, Matt. Uh, This one was a little bit more tricky than I thought it would be. Usually, with this kind of movie, I thought there would be some of the stars, some of the actors... But nope, I had to dig a little deeper on this one. Uh, I had to uh, hit the makeup department. And in the makeup department, Courtney Ulrich uh, worked on Black Widow as a key hairstylist. So what you're saying is we really need to get Nicolas Cage in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, yes. Because like we just talked about, Matt, Ghost Rider didn't count because it's in Marvel, but we needed to get it in the MCU. What do you think about if they do like a Ghost Rider? Although, so it's kind of strange because they're not really Ghost Riders from different universes. They're all in the same universe, just different people take the mantle on as Ghost Rider. But that'd be kind of cool if they had the Ghost Rider from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and then the Nick Cage Ghost Rider. And then I'm sure there's a new Ghost Rider on its way. That would be cool. So why not give us that in next week's film, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. So anyways, spoiler alert for next week's movie. Yeah, yeah. No, that I'm looking forward to it, Matt. In MCU, rocking it. They are, and we've been waiting on this film. But that's not the film I'm most excited about, Mike. I hope you watched it during the watching of this film. The second trailer for the world's greatest film that hasn't come out yet that's been on hold for like three years. Top Gun Maverick. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I I'm I really want to see the movie. I don't know what the story's going to be about, but I really just want to see all the flying because they actually got to go in uh, F eighteen. Like a test F eighteen has like two seats. So yeah, no, not a test F eighteen. Most F 18s are two seaters. The Super Hornets are two seaters. Yeah, well, he, they got to they actually got to shoot in the actual real jets. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Uh, I I the, you know, the yeah, the airplane stuff it'll be fun. You know, I I'm looking forward to it, Mike, you know. But uh the scene I'm really looking forward to is the beach volleyball scene. Is is there another beach volleyball scene? Like you can't have a Top Gun film without beach volleyball and glistening sweaty men. Okay. All right. Well, I I don't even know if the current Top Gun school is is anywhere near a beach. Does it matter? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> it's okay, Mike. We'll get you your scenes. It might not have what you want in there, but it'll have flying and it'll have sweaty men playing with volleyballs in the sand. It's going to be disappointing and we won't have no Iceman, I don't think. Uh, you know, if you saw in the second trailer, there's a call out to him. He's There's a picture of him on the wall so I don't know if he's going to make an appearance in the film or not. We'll see. But there's definitely that appearance on the wall of Val Kilmer. So we'll see. We'll see, Mike. I'm excited. All right. All right. Um, yeah, that'll be fun to watch. But I am looking forward to Doctor Strange and the uh, 
What the the title is weird. Doctor Strange in the Madness Multi nope. of multi Multiverse. Multiverse or? of Madness. Multiverse of Madness. There we so go. So for those of you who have not watched it yet, definitely go and watch WandaVision because that's gonna play a big part in this film. And another one that they've teased a little bit in the trailers is gonna play a big part is what if the cartoon on Disney Plus as well. So if you haven't watched those, make sure and watch them before you go and catch this film. I think it'll help. Uh, I think the biggest thing for me on this next film, even though we're not talking about the film we're reviewing yet, um, the director Sam Raimi, dude. Oh, wow. Yeah, he hasn't really done anything since the Spider-Man movies. Not Marvel-related, but those aren't even... Well, I guess they're technically MCU now, right? But they're not, but they are? Yes. Now they are, I guess. So technically... He's in the MCU now, I guess. Well, he is now. I That's mean, he's confusing. directing this one. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But from those old movies. He, anyway. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. But let's get back on topic about Nicolas Cage. Mike, go ahead. Talk about Nicolas Cage. Okay, Matt. Um, this this movie, it's it's got to be interesting for you to get to a point in your career as a, an actor where you can kind of make fun of yourself and kind of look back and reflect on the things that you've done throughout your life and uh, still just have a kind of a sense of humor about it and make a movie like this, even though it's not quite a hundred percent true to life. I think a lot of the aspects of um, dealing with trying to get parts and do all that stuff that this movie deals with uh, was kind of a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, it's it's got to be weird to get to that point, man. I don't know if a lot of actors could pull this off to play themselves, looking back at themselves, kind of, and their career and stuff. Like, I don't know, man. Who who else would you want to see do this? Something like this? Like, could you see like a Mel Gibson doing something like this? Well, we talked about in the last pod. Uh, I definitely would love to see Sam Jackson. I think he would be able to do this and have fun with it. I think Mel Gibson would be too much of an asshole. He, I don't think he would have fun with it. Um. I don't know. I mean, the serious actors really aren't going to do stuff like this. Nick Cage is a very serious actor, but he also knows how to have fun. And he also is zany and he's strange. And I think he just loves to work. Yeah, he needs the money for a lot of reasons, but I think he also just loves to work. He doesn't like being bored. He doesn't want to just sit there in opulence. He wants to he wants to work. And so, I don't know. I, I definitely think comedians would probably be able to do this. Like uh, Seth Rogen, he probably would. I don't know if it would be any good, though, because it's not the same caliber. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was just trying to think of that myself, Matt. Now, I, I he's probably too old now, and, you know, he something, he just got in a car accident. But Arnold Schwarzenegger, that'd be an interesting one to do it, because, you know, he was in all those huge, big, macho action movies, but, you know, then he's playing himself and looking back at those movies. I don't know. That could be That could fun. be really fun. You know who would be perfect, but he is no longer with us? Gene Wilder. Oh, yeah. He would totally yeah. do something like this. You know he would, because he was always just having such a blast, be it a serious role, be it a funny role. I mean, Gene Wilder, man, what an actor. Just incredible. You know, I think I could see The Rock doing something like this. The Rock is, is he's been in all these serious movies, and he's a big action star, but he's also pretty funny and i think he could pull it off i think the rock doing it in like 20 years when he's not all cut like how he is now perfect okay perfect <laughs> all right 
He's still kind of young. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> right, right. So, like, after he's uh, won presidency and, and been dethroned? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be, uh, like, in um, one of our favorite movies of all time, Mike, he's going to be uh, President Camacho. Oh, jeez. <laughs> of idiocracy. Yeah. yeah. Mountain Dew. Mountain um, Dew, Leandro, Camacho. <laughs> well, Matt, if, if the Rockets nominated to presidency and he becomes the president do you think people would call him mr mr the rock no they would call him president rock <laughs> i guess i don't know man it would be interesting he'd come out his campaign song would be you're about to rock no it'd be like do you smell what the rock's cooking well of course i mean that's going to be his thing when he comes out but he's going to have a song oh uh, yeah 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 okay Maybe detroit rock city yeah that'd be fun so Mike, what so what you're doing is you're throwing in your vote for the Rock for President 2024. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he'd do better than whoever's up. Well, by then we'll have Fast and Furious X two. X two. Yeah, well that's what so two it's years. Twenty times is it? Is it two times the ten? Well, no. Well, because you know the next next Fast and Furious, you know they're already calling it Fast and Furious X, right? Okay. They're not calling it 10, yeah. so this will be like the sequel to it, or two sequels to it, so it'll be X2, right? <laughs> sure. Or are we doing Roman sure. numerals? Although numerals, X- would it be XII? Yeah, numerals, man. Yeah. Yeah, no, it'd be XII. Okay, all right, all right. I'm glad we got that clarified. I know how much you love those movies, Mike. I love to go watch them because they're so ridiculous, dude. They and are. And it's just gotten completely... I mean, The Rock stepped on a torpedo. If anyone can do it, it would be The Rock. I mean, he should be president. <laughs> God, who would, yeah. who would be the Rock's vice president? Uh, I don't know. Uh, do you think he? I don't think it would be another actor. It'd probably be some politician person. That would be to like smooth him out, I guess. You right? think so? You don't think he'll be like tapping like some of his old buddies, like be like, "Hey, John Cena, you know, <laughs> you want to be VP?" No, no, no. Oh geez. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. I couldn't I couldn't see Peacemaker as 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 uh <laughs> Dude, I love the I love the Peacemaker. That, the mo- show, that is show was so awesome. Good. It really is. It's so good. I thought it was just gonna be absolute ridiculous stupidness. No, James Gunn, dude, that show is so fun. It was fun. Hulk Hogan. There you go. Hulk Hogan. Just go old school WWF. Oh man. Hulk Hogan's had too many controversies, man. Like Exactly. He would detract from The Rock. Because he'd always be saying <laughs> something or doing something. Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's true in a terrible way. Sure. Well, Mike, I'm glad we got this hammered out. Yeah. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. We haven't talked about this movie at all. <laughs> well, I, don't, I mean, I guess you already gave away some of it, but... um. <laughs> Matt, what did I? I enjoyed all, all the just like random things that happened that were like some of the other movies, like when he walked into the pool drinking a beer. Yeah, that was good, dude. I was like, wow, that's that's right out of uh, uh, leaving Las Vegas. What about what about him randomly doing acid? Oh yeah, that was that was interesting. <laughs> and he texts the CIA, "I'm on acid." <laughs> I'll get back to you later. Yeah, not right now. I'm on yeah. acid. It's like, what? 
And then they, Pedro Pascal had no problem driving. Nick Cage hits like everything. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Pedro Pascal's character did it all the time. Seriously, dude, that is one thing. Whoever, who would be crazy enough to do that, to try and drive a car on acid? That's really bad. I'm sure there's people that, have, you know, I don't know, man. Oh, of course. Yeah. I know there are people that have. I mean, there's been a lot of probably deaths, I'm sure. Yeah, either that or they didn't really go anywhere because they thought they were going somewhere. They just sat in the driveway for four hours. (laughs) (laughs) With the car running. You know, maybe that's why there's so many deaths with the carbon monoxide. They're they're tripping balls and they freaking open the garage door. I don't know. It's true. I don't know either. Okay, Mike, what else do you want to add about this movie? Wherever they shot the movie was was very pretty. Was it like my Orca, Spain? I don't know if it was actually in Spain, but that was that was pretty pretty location wherever it was. It was. It was very beautiful, especially that house on the side of the cliff by the ocean. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was really in uh, Spain or whatever, but wherever they they filmed the movie, it was it was very pretty. Um, that was that was fun. NPH as Nick Cage's uh, manager. That was kind of fun. Uh, I liked how every time he kept telling him, it's not like you, when he was, it's not like you stopped like, uh, being a star or whatever. It's not like you stopped being a star, right? Like that's like you never stopped. So, okay. So they did not film it in Spain. They filmed it in Croatia and Hungary and LA. Oh, okay. Well then Croatia, it's got some nice, uh. Nice views. Yeah, so that must have been Croatia. I don't know. It was it was freaking gorgeous though. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see what else. I I don't know. I I just I think overall I just kind of had fun with the movie. I just went with what it was going to take me. It was ridiculous often, but you know. Well, and what Tiffany Haddish as the CIA agent was pretty fun. Uh, so was the other guy. I'm forgetting his name. That was the CIA, other CIA agent. That died like oh quick. yeah he's a he's a well known comedian he was a pretty good uh get for this one gosh I don't remember his name oh well doesn't matter uh Ike uh Baronholtz sure let's go with that that sounds right yeah no it was it was a it was a f- I don't know it was it was fun man still dude I mean Pedro Pascal dude's a rock star and he's I mean him and Nick Cage. Playing off each other was just fantastic. Yeah, it actually did look like they had fun and they bonded. I don't know if they did or not, but it came off like that. Oh, one I had to talk about, my mom didn't even talk about. My mom has seen this movie twice now. She is absolutely obsessed with the scene where they change shoes. Absolutely obsessed with it. (laughs) She's like, why would you give up penny loafers for some just raggedy old vans? I'm like, mom, they're just shoes. I like the wall. He's jumping over the wall, and he's like, "Oh, look, it's it's open over yeah, here." Yeah, when they were tripping. Yeah, yeah, it was that was funny. There's, I don't know, it was. Uh, I mean, when he flew out his family, that was a little creepy. But well, I mean, being a multi-billionaire, I guess you can do things like that. I don't know. Yeah, it worked. But anyways, I don't know. I don't know. All right, Mike. So, how many reels? I'm gonna give this three and a half reels. I had a great time. See, I give it three and a half reels because I thought it was fun, but it wasn't anything special. It was just kind of average for me. 
and you give it three and a half reels because it was amazing. <laughs> I don't get well, don't you get know, I, I'm harsh, dude. You're harsh. I'm, I'm harsh. the one that didn't give a five out of five last week. Yeah, but you know, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, Mag saw it. She loved Did it. Did she? Nice. That's good. Yeah. She went to the theater? Or is it out on streaming somewhere? No, no, no. She went to the theater. Uh, her and her friend Lexi went. And uh, Wait, hold on. You were left at home responsible with the children by yourself? Yeah, yeah. Did she have like a, a camera watching you to make sure you were doing everything right? No, no, no. Uh, I know how to do everything. Well, you haven't killed one yet, so that's a good thing. Yeah. Yep, not yet. <laughs> oh, Mike, that's so terrible. It's so terrible, Mike. Anyways. No, they're, they're doing fine, dude. Um, you know, my son's uh, potty training's still going pretty still good. Still going good, so. huh? All right. All right. Good. Good. So, okay, next week, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, because it's Marvel Cinematic Universe week. It sure is, Matt. And, you know, Matt, I'm going to try and see this on Thursday with all the, the, the super fans, because that's probably the best experience. Yeah, dude, I'm going to try and go so. Thursday, too. If I can. You know, when you go on the other days and you go with people who are talking or texting all the time, it just sucks. So I'd rather just go with the people that are like the super nerds. Oh, you're going to get me on a tirade, but I'll, I'll be quick about it. So, Mike, I saw this movie and it was Wednesday or Tuesday, middle of the night show, like not night night, but like seven o'clock, eight o'clock, something like that. In the big theater Prime at Harkins. Time. And it's probably a few hundred seats, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. Big yep. theaters, what, like probably 150, 200, something like that? Uh, yeah, like the well, like the biggest theaters are usually like, yeah, 250, something yeah. like that. Depends on, you know, stadium seatings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So big theater. I'm the only one that has a seat in there, right? I go in there. I pick like right dead spot in the middle on the bar, you know, like where I like. Completely empty. Just me. These three old people walk in man clearly his wife and maybe his wife's friend or maybe he's just a pimp i don't know eight-year-old pimp maybe maybe not i don't know walk in sit literally right next to me hundreds of seats they get the three reserved seats right next to me dude i don't know man and you know i didn't move because out of spite i'm like i was here first you fucking moved down god damn it oh dude i would have moved no what i was eating nachos I, I didn't get popcorn. I got nachos. I just wanted something different. And you know those nachos. You know, you've had them. They're just those really hard, like, corn chips. I was just, just crunching the shit out of those things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I got you. Just gark, gark, gark. Only in the quiet scenes? Oh, yeah. It's, like, quiet. And all of a sudden, you're just crunch, crunch, crunch. It's hilarious. I really was having a hard time not laughing. Man, it's like uh, you know when you crack open your beer in the 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 quiet scene, you're like, oh damn it! <laughs> you remember when that happened at Uptown Three, which is still there? I'm I'm shocked actually that it's still there. My that's where my mom prefers to go watch movies. My mom and dad they really prefer to go to Uptown Three. Well, I mean, it's still there. Uh, it's probably still the same family running it. I mean, no, I don't think it's changed hands. Yeah, someone bought. Oh, it, it. has. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah, they serve booze oh. now. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you can actually get that beer and crack it open and 
everyone says, I wish I had a beard. You can go, go to the concession stand. <laughs> God. Yeah, that seems to be a trend of a lot of the movies now. I don't even remember mo- what movie that was we were watching. But you remember, we snuck a full 30 pack in in our jackets. And there's some military guys about four or five rows behind us. And you cracked a beer open right during one of the quiet scenes. And the dude four or five rows back goes, damn it, I wish I had a beer. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what we were watching either. I don't remember what movie it was, but I know we had a lot of beer. Good times. Yeah. All right, Mike. Well, I think that's it for the podcast. Uh, we kind of talked about this movie. You know what? My, what? I'll end it with this. I'll say, if you want to have fun, if you're a fan of Nicolas Cage, go check it out in the theaters. It's worth it. If not, wait till it comes out on demand. All right. That was straight to the point. I like it, Matt. Okay, Mike. Do your thing. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and in the gram or Instagram. And, uh, you know, go out there, stream some movies, watch movie theater, and uh, go go watch this new Doctor Strange movie. I think it's going to be fun. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. Joining me in studio now on Mad Jake 99.1 from the Real Film Nerds podcast, it is Matt Hinshaw. Good morning, Matt, and happy Monday. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Just a hamster in his wheel. (laughs) You look like a hamster in a wheel. I look like a hamster in a wheel? And round and round. Okay. No idea how to get off of it, right? Are you just trying to say I'm very hairy or what's going on here? You are determined. Determined. You look determined this morning to talk about the movies, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, the new Nicolas Cage flick. What'd you think? It was fun. Was it funny? Uh, I wish it was funnier. Okay. It still had its moments. It had some great funny moments, but I wish it was a little bit more zanier and funnier, I guess, in okay. a way. Okay. It right. was almost uh, serious in a way. Oh, really? So, kind I wouldn't of. think so with that title. No, it, I mean, it, it is, but it isn't. I mean, Nicolas Cage is playing himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some very serious things where he discusses with about family and, uh, you know, his career and things like that. And then it starts morphing into a movie about a movie about a movie, which is kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're a big Nicolas Cage fan. I am. I think he's funny. I, I think you should check it out. Yeah. It's well worth the watch. Okay. But I mean, you know, as just a standalone film, it's, you know, it's okay. It's it, not incredible. It was just okay. You had yeah. to see it in the theater? Yeah. Right now it's only in the theaters. Okay. All right. And how many reels are you going to give it? I give it three and a half. Three and a half reels. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, I didn't watch it. I told you I would try, but I watched the entire final season of Ozark over That's the weekend. impressive because I haven't even started the final you season. No, not the part one or the part two. Okay, all right. Well, um, yeah, I finished it. Would you like me to tell you what happens? I think all of your <laughs> listeners want to know what happens, yes. No, I know you don't. I'll give you guys a week to catch up, but um, I want to say I think it 
it ended well. You know, you're it, always hesitant to see a series to the end because you you don't want it to end. You want it to continue on. But um, I think you guys will be pleased with with how it ends. Well, great. Now I know what I'm going to do when I'm supposed to be sleeping. There you go. Very good. All right, let's give Mother Hinshaw a call, shall we? Definitely. All right, that's coming up next on Magic 99.1. Good morning, Ma Hinshaw, Lisa, and Matt calling on Magic 99.1. How are you? Peachy, thank you. Peachy. Well, we'll take that. You're welcome. You saw the unbearable weight of massive talent this past week? Yes, I did. Bravo. You said the whole title. <laughs> I've got it right in front of me on a screen. And what did you think, oh. Ma? <laughs> I liked it. You liked it. Okay. Did you like I it a lot? it was fun. <laughs> I loved it. It was goofy and silly. And uh, Pedro Pascal was really great. He was very fun in it. Well, who did Pedro and Pascal play? He played Javi. The I don't know what you crime boss something. Oh <laughs> yeah, dr- drug lord. Okay, crime boss. Drug the guy lord. that's there having a uh, birthday party that he pays Nicolas Cage a million dollars to come out to. Oh how funny. Okay, and was Nicolas Cage funny? Yes, he was. He was himself, but he was funny. <laughs> yeah, he's funny as himself too. I think. Don't you guys think? Yes. One of my all-time favorite movies was um, Raising Arizona. Oh, yeah, that's a classic, the, the uh, Coen Brothers movie. Right, and I have to tell you that my I was in high school when they filmed it in Scottsdale, and my boyfriend at the time was the uh, the high school age Nathan that ran the touchdown at the end of the movie. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, and his name was Todd Bogers, but in the credits it says Todd Rogers, huh. <laughs> and he is no longer with us, so it's kind of a sad, sad yeah. legacy. But anyway, let's get back to the movie. Uh-oh. How many cookies are you giving the unbearable weight of massive talent? Four cookies. Four cookies. That's more than Maddie. Only gave it three and a half. She loves her cookies. I love them. <laughs> Tell me, were there any snores in the movie? Uh, uh no, actually, no, I did not have any snores. Okay. No and one had any. No one had any snores. Okay. Mm-hmm. And my mom not only watched it once, but she watched it twice. You did. I did. Oh, how fun. Very good. Well, thank you so much for sharing with us this morning on Magic. We appreciate you, Mahin Shah. Appreciate you guys. Love you. <laughs> love, love you too, sweetie. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, Ma. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. So what are you going to watch this coming week. Well, it's a big Marvel Cinematic Universe film that we've been waiting for oh, for boy. a while. Okay, what is it? It's What's Doctor it called? Doctor Strange, The Multiverse of Madness. Oh, The Multiverse of Madness. I should have known. Yep. yep. Two okay. multiverse movies in a month. Okay, now um, why have we been waiting a long time? COVID. COVID pushed mm-hmm. it back. Okay. Yeah, but it's another COVID one. Right. And then, you know, I saw the second trailer. I don't know if you know this because you don't go to the theaters much. Nope. But uh, the a movie I've really been waiting for more than a Marvel Top Cinematic. Gun yep, yep, Top yep. Gun 2. Top Gun 2. May 27th. May 27th. Okay, yep. I will definitely go Mark see that movie calendar. with you. Okay? okay. All right. All right. Very good. I'm you guys, super excited for that. I'm so excited for that. Oh. Okay. Uh, check out the podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. Maddie, as always, thanks for sitting in. No, thank you, Lisa. You're welcome.